Good Monday morning, listeners. It is Jesse Roy and Adrian Swanson. And we wanted to talk to you this morning a little bit about comparison because almost everyone at some point that has a big goal and a big dream has looked at somebody who has accomplished that big goal or that big dream and felt they needed to be that way in order to get that. I know that was my experience. One of the first times I saw somebody on stage getting confetti, because that's what, you know, my company did. Um, She was just so cute and quiet and soft-spoken. She was creative. And I was like, (laughs) none of those describe me, not even a little bit. (laughs) And so I kind of felt like there wasn't a way because that leadership and that leader was just not something I could do. Um, because that's just not who I, I mean, clearly if you've heard my voice, soft-spoken is definitely not something I am. And so I feel like this delayed me getting on stage for five plus years because I sat there comparing myself to her wanting, wanting, like we talked about in the last episode, wanting to be that, but then making a decision as our brain likes to do that I couldn't because I wasn't her. And I really hope that today we can help you recognize that, like, you just have to be you. (laughs) Yeah. And so, like, not only did Adrian do this with getting on stage and, you know, getting confetti, I, you know, I just remember, remember that, you know, when you were talking about wanting to become a leader in your company, like you were comparing yourself to like the leader above you and how, you know, you didn't kind of necessarily like, you know, how she did things. So you're just like, I don't know that I want to be a leader if I, you know, yes, have to be like that person. Yeah. Because that wasn't, that wasn't a way that I would lead for sure. Yeah. So, you know, Adrian being in that space, comparing herself to that leader that held her back again from achieving the position that she wanted. Because that's what, you know, it's easy to look at a leader or the person that you are, you know, and a lot of people are just underneath someone. They didn't always choose them either, or they did or bump up, whatever. There's all these different things that you just, that's just not your style. Right. And like Jesse said, so I was like, well, if that's what I have to do, that might not be the path I want to go on. Um, so there were multiple things. Yeah. I forgot about that one was also kind of one of those things that delayed me a little bit because I was like, well, this just isn't the way that I, I would handle things. Um, and so, yeah, that's interesting. How funny. Um, so that's what, and then Jesse kind of had the, an experience like that as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty much my whole experience when I was in direct sales. Like I was always the girl sitting in the crowd, not on stage, but looking at all of the consultants on stage and just like comparing myself to every single one who was up there getting a reward. Like I remember the top in sales, she was always top in sales, this cute little Asian lady. And, you know, they always describe like the consultant and, you know, kind of what she did to get her award. And I'm like, I don't know, this woman, she like has like thousands of customers. I'm like, holy cannolis. I'm like, I am nowhere near that. So I'm like, I don't have that. So no, I will never be, you know, queen of sales. So I automatically just discounted myself 
like, I don't have what she has. So no, that's not going to be me. And, you know, it was like with every award, I was like, okay, I, yeah, I'm not as cute and pretty as that person. I'm not as outgoing and bubbly as that person. I'm not, you know, confident like that person. So every person that received an award on stage, I did my mean girl thing, (laughs) checked the boxes and like failed and quit on myself ahead of time. Yeah. Like before you even started. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, "Mm, I don't have, I don't have those things. I don't have those qualities. So that's not me. So I can't, I can't have that. And I kind of, like I said, when I had that moment, that first time I saw her on stage, um, I did the same thing. I kind of went like, Oh, you know, I can't do that. And then like slowly over those five years, like you said, kind of learning my own leadership style and, um, slowly going, okay, like maybe I can have a couple team members and then maybe I can have this and, you know, slowly, okay, well now I got this, so I can probably get here, right? Like slowly changing that belief pattern. I tried a couple times doing things other people's way, you know, and it would fall flat. It would, you know, I just wouldn't, you know, there's all these people who love doing like, um, you know, three month competitions. Listen, I have a brain span of like five seconds. So clearly if I'm trying to run a three month competition, I need somebody else to like <laughs> really watch all those numbers and keep control. Cause we know there's no way I have, you know, the attention span for that. So I would try these things and I would fall flat because it wasn't me. Like I, I knew I was going to, you know, and maybe some of it's my thoughts. I knew I was going to fail before I started, but honestly, it's also my, like who I am. It's just not, that's not something that I enjoy, nor do I feel like I want to do that. Um, so I would do those things and kind of fall flat, but slowly, really slowly, obviously, um, <laughs> I started seeing little Lippets of what I had to offer that maybe other people didn't have to offer or they do, but in their own way. Right. Like, and I slowly started to see that people on my team liked different things about my leadership style. So sure. I might not be able to do the three month thing or this, but, um, I'm definitely a cheerleader and I will definitely show you how to break it down. I mean, there's things that I do really, really well, right? Like I get people together. I'm very inclusive as we all have heard. So I learned that those things are what made me a great leader with my loud, forgetful self. Like that (laughs) is what made me a good leader. And at first, like I was so hard on myself about all of that, about being forgetful or being boisterous or whatever. And then I learned to appreciate that I have team members who would remind me, Hey, don't forget. Oh, thank God. And I'm grateful, right? Instead of being hard on myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank God you're on my team because what would I do without you? I would have forgotten. Like it's, it's literally my personality and that's okay. Like instead of shunning myself and telling myself that, you know, I'm not the best and I can't do it. I slowly learned that like these things about me make me genuine and people can relate. Like, so if, somebody's up on stage that has a memory of like, you know, whatever. I don't even know what animal has a giant memory, but whatever one does. Um, (laughs) see, I probably forgot that too. Um, but you know, whoever has that, like, I wouldn't be able to do that. Like, it's just not who I am and that's okay. 
I don't have to be the quiet, creative person I saw up there. She was amazingly herself. And now as I walk the stage, I can be amazingly myself. I can wear my Converse with my formal gown because I'm giantly tall and I like Converse shoes and I can do that and be okay with it (laughs) because it's who I am instead of like trying to be what other people want you to be. You need to love what you are, who you are and how you are doing it in order to move forward. Like in order for you to, to be able to walk that stage, that's it. Don't compare, right? Like, I mean, Jesse walked me through the feelings and I'd love for her to do this with you when you're comparing like what you're going through. Yeah. Well, like, okay. So I don't think we said this yet, but if you're comparing, just stop. Okay. (laughs) Just stop. We're just going to tell you right now, just stop. It's not helpful. It's not useful. It doesn't get you to any good places. Right. Um, but like what feels better, right. When you're sitting there in the audience, looking at everyone receiving awards and you're comparing yourself, how does that feel? Like to me, that felt pretty shitty. Like I felt helpless because I was like, if I don't have those exact qualities, there's no way I can get those. So that's, that's a terrible place to be, Mm. right? Being helpless, you feel like you're a victim and that you can do nothing about the situation. So you do nothing about the situation. Exactly. Other than wish you were someplace different. Or also do your little mean girl, like you said. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Which isn't who you are either. Because I know you and that's not who you are, you know. Mm -hmm. But, But that's easier, right? When you're feeling helpless. Yeah. And so like for you, like when you decided to like, no, I can be amazing. Just, you know, as my loud, boisterous, forgetful self, like, didn't that feel so much better? Uh, like a weight, like we talk about, like you feel all this pressure, you know, in your body, but also like I get the weight in my chest. Like even when you just said it again, like how did that feel? I was like, oh, like I could just feel the weight being lifted because I just had all this, you know, nonsense that I felt like I had to be. Like you said, even when I had that leader, then I kind of put pressure on myself, like I want to be anything not like that. Right. Well, that's also putting pressure on yourself. Like, because I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. Cause like that made me feel this way. And I don't want anybody to feel that way. Well, I can't control how other people feel. She couldn't control how she made me feel right. Like mm-hmm. she was just being her and I just have to be me. And so like, even when you say that, it's like, oh my gosh, it is. Freedom is such a better place to be than helplessness. And that or shame or despair. Like I think those are probably some of the places like where I sat and like wallowed. Yeah. And how like and working through that, you know, that sitting there in helplessness, like we said, you go and you don't do anything, right? Like you have no movement forward. Mm-mm. And um, I feel like that's what you really have to work on right there is recognizing that that leader being that leader, no matter good, bad, whatever. Like Jesse always says, that's a neutral circumstance. It's only your feelings on that 
that are bringing you to this place of helplessness and despair. And I think the victim is a very good word you, you know, you use too, is that like, you feel like you can't do anything about it. Like, Mm -hmm. well, I don't have that. So I can't do that. Well, how would that make anybody feel? Like, would you look at your kid and be like, well, you don't have that. So you can't do that. Like, you know, you just, you wouldn't do that. And so why we do this to ourselves, I will never understand. And so that's the one thing I want you guys to recognize is that instead like of comparing yourself, like find that thing about you that you think makes you better, like that, you know, that people are drawn to you. And if you are really one of those people that are in that bad of a space that you say nothing right now, cause I know they're out there. Cause I was there, Jesse was there where you'd probably be like, there's nothing that would make me a good leader. Nothing. You know, ask somebody else, ask your friend, like ask your husband, ask your mom, ask your brother, I, whoever you're close to ask them because they're seeing something about you. Like every relationship people choose, right. And they're seeing something in you that inspires them. So ask them, (laughs) what is it that you see? Because if you can't, somebody does. And I want you to start focusing on that thing, like that thing about you that doesn't make you feel helpless and doesn't make you feel like there's no way like to take that and do that, like take that and make that your thought instead of that. I have to be exactly like them. You know, I have to, you know, do it their way or do it like this or be like this because you're wonderfully you. Mm -hmm. Um, and another fun exercise to do is like, who are three people that you really admire and like, what are the characteristics that they embody that you admire? Because what we like other people around us are like mirrors for us. Like when, if we see somebody that really irritates us, that's probably something in us that irritates us. So we can do the same though with the positive qualities. Like, you know, I love my coach Stacy just because she's just like so sexy and confident. So I see some sexy and confidence in myself too, because I can see that in her and her. Hmm, that's interesting. So like when you see somebody and you appreciate something about them, mm-hmm. it's also the same as I've never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Like you see something in that part in yourself. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it works the opposite way, right? Like we can see the negative stuff and the stuff that people, you know, really irritate us, but it works the, the positive. Yeah. Cause I've heard that I've heard that way. Like when somebody, you know, irritates the crap out of you, it's probably cause they're doing something that you do that irritates the crap. Like, like you do it, but you wish you didn't or whatever. Like yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah. Hmm. That's an interesting point. Yeah. So there are qualities that you have that will get you onto the stage. You have strength. You have beauty. You have uniqueness. Find that, focus on that. Forget about everybody else. For sure. Because everybody else is being them or trying to be somebody else, by the way, because there's also that, 
right? Like there are people who are trying to be someone else and that's where they can stall out too. So if you can just be who you are, embrace who you are, find those amazing qualities and focus on those. Because again, as with life, like our brain wants to focus on the negative. Your brain wants to tell you, well, you're not quiet and you're not creative and you're not, you don't have this great memory, right? That's what my brain wants to tell me. But there's all these other things that I do well. So you need to start training your brain to go, okay, yeah. So I don't do that, but I do this and I do this and I do this, right? So that's what we would love for you to do this week is just really focus on your strengths and come from that place of strength. Like use that strength that you have that you found by looking at someone else or asking someone what they see in you. And when you're making decisions and when you're doing things, do it from that place of like, I'm great at this part. So I'm going to do it this way. Right. And have that confidence and commitment that we talked about last week. Commit. So we would love for you to rate us and write a review on what you're loving from this podcast and also how else we can help you get on stage. See you next week.